0: Welcome to One Cause Church. Here is another inspirational message from Senior Pastor Eric Holler. I've titled today's message 21. And I, I began to look through the scriptures, specifically the number 21. And some things started coming out that were really quite fascinating. So we're going to look at several 21s from the Bible today. And we're going to set our course for this year. Now, this is not only something for us to do as a church, but really, this is more specific for you as individuals, you as families, to focus on this year. And these are some great truths. These are some great principles that you can get uh, established in your life this year. I mean, some of these you probably already do, but you can just be that much more intentional and purposeful in that. Is that okay? Let's go to Genesis chapter 21. Genesis chapter 21, there are some very specific people that we need to hear from in 2021 from the scriptures, and one of these is, first and foremost, the father of our faith. Abraham himself, we are the children of Abraham. Do you know that you are, as a child of God, you are a child of Abraham too. If you are Christ, the Bible says, then you are Abraham's seed and heirs according to the promise. That's Galatians three twenty nine. But Genesis 21, verse 1 says, And the Lord visited Sarah as he had said. And the Lord did for Sarah as he had spoken. For Sarah conceived and bore Abraham a son in his old age, at the set time of which God had spoken to him. And Abraham called the name of his son who was born to him, whom Sarah bore to him, Isaac. Then Abraham circumcised his son Isaac when he was eight days old, As God had commanded him. Now, Abraham was 100 years old when his son Isaac was born to him. And Sarah said, God has made me laugh, and all who hear will laugh with me. She also said, Who would have said to Abraham that Sarah would nurse children? For I have borne him a son in his old age. What a marvelous story. 25 years. They waited for this boy. 25 years ago, prior to Isaac, the Lord had made a promise to him. 25 years of waiting, of wanting, of wondering, Lord, when, when, when? You've probably been there, right? When You're waiting for something. You're waiting for that answer to prayer. Lord, when? When is that breakthrough? When, when am I going to see that promise? come to fruition in my life. And here they waited. But here in 21, we see the promise fulfilled. And I want you to have an expectation this year that the promises of God are not just something far off and distant, but they're right now, a right now reality in your life this year. All right? Because here's what Abraham and Sarah would teach us. And I want you to write this down if you can, because we're gonna revisit these things from time to time this year. Okay, and and keep our focus on these things because they're going to help guide you into a really, really good experience because God has good plans, good things in store for you for 2021. And they would say, remember, God keeps his promises. Remember, God keeps his promises. And I want you to notice it says, and the Lord visited Sarah as he had said. And the Lord did for Sarah as he had spoken. He did for Abraham. At the set time at which he said, what, what this is teaching us is that God watches over his promises. And the Bible says that Abraham, in Romans chapter 4, says that he became fully persuaded that God was able to perform what he promised. So he did not any longer consider his circumstances. He no longer considered his old age, nor the deadness of his wife's womb, because it was dead and he was old. But he wasn't calculating that anymore. He got his eyes full of that promise, and he believed if God said it, then it's got to happen. Amen. So remember, God keeps his promises. And then we go over to Joshua 21. And the reason we need to look at Joshua is because Joshua is the Old Testament figure or type of the Lord Jesus Christ. Because Moses took the children of Israel out of bondage. I mean, you know, that was a good thing. He got them out of Egypt. But he did not take them to where God promised them. Joshua was the one who took them into promise. Jesus Christ is the one who has taken you into promise. And Joshua is that, that type of Christ who wants you to, experience what God has promised you to live in the land of his promise to live in the land of his inheritance for you and so in verse 43 of Joshua 21 it says so the Lord gave to Israel all the land of which he had sworn to give to their fathers and they took possession of it and dwelt in it the Lord gave them rest all around according to all that he had sworn to their fathers and not a man of all their enemies stood against him is not good news The Lord delivered all their enemies into their hand. Now watch this, verse 45. Not a word failed of any good thing. Which the Lord had spoken to the house of Israel. All came to pass. I said all came to pass. Listen, God has no respecter of persons. If he will do it for them, he has to do it for you. Everything that he has spoken. Joshua is going to teach us here in 2021. God's word never fails. Say that with me. God's word never fails. Amen. Abraham and Sarah say, remember God keeps his promises. And Joshua would say to you, God's word never fails. Let's go to the psalmist. We need to hear from David, the great king of Israel. Psalms chapter 21 Verses 11 and 13. Now, when he opens up Psalms 21, he talks about what the Lord has done for him, the king of Israel, and how blessed he is and how grateful he is to God, how God has shined his favor upon him. And then he starts talking about that there are enemies against Israel, therefore enemies against God. And they are uh, uh, trying to forge some kind of 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 resistance against God. Look at verse 11. It says, for they intended evil against you. They devised a plot which they are not able to perform. Let me tell you something right now. The devil is devising plots against you, but he's not going to be able to perform it. All right? He will not perform. No weapon formed against you is going to prosper this year. In the name of Jesus. There's going to be no evil shall befall you and no plague shall come near your dwelling. He's got plots and schemes, but none of them he's going to be able to perform. Verse 13, be exalted, O Lord, in your own strength. We will sing and praise your power. I said, we will sing and praise your power. Huh? Listen, the the powers that be in this world, they are what they are. But they don't have any power over you. Remember this year, David is teaching all of us in 2021, praise his power in every circumstance. Praise his power. Exalt the ability, the willingness, the strong arm of the living God, your rock and your fortress, your deliverer, the one who brought you out of darkness and into his marvelous light, your healer, your refuge, your strength, your joy. Amen. And so we praise His power when we're we're facing uh, various struggles in this world, various challenges. Listen to me. They're no match for the God who is on your side. We praise His power. This year, we're not going to get caught up in circumstances. And the way that you stay, keep your right focus is to look at Him. Magnify the Lord with me. Let us exalt His name together. Because I sought the Lord and he heard me and delivered me from all my fears. Now we need to look at the the wisest king ever, Solomon the wise, who the Lord granted wisdom to. And the reason the Lord granted wisdom to him was because he didn't ask for it. I mean, he did ask for it because he didn't ask for riches. And the Lord said, well, because you didn't ask for riches uh, and and, uh, treat me like a genie come out of a bottle. He said, "Uh, I'm going to grant you the wisdom to you know, to lead this people. But on top of that, I'm also going to make you very wealthy. So good request. And he got everything. I mean, incredible wealth, incredible wisdom. And the the wise king would say from Proverbs chapter 21 and verse 23, this is kind of where the rubber meets the road here. All right. Proverbs is kind of in your face truth. Not kind of, it's very much. It's like Solomon walks into the living room of your life and just says things you're like, okay, all right. That's a little too close to home. Can you be a little bit more theological? Not so practical? (laughs) He says, whoever guards his mouth and tongue keeps his soul from troubles. Mm. In other words, what Solomon, the wise king, is teaching you and I to take into this year in 2021 is watch your words because they're either going to get you in trouble or they're going to keep you out of trouble. But we can, we can, we can say, have all kinds of opinions or thoughts about this or you know, we put the blame on someone else or circumstances or what may be, but the truth is, for the most part, the trouble we find ourselves in is because we talked ourselves into that trouble. Can I get a, a good amen? Amen. Or just a loud moan? Whoever guards his mouth keeps his soul, his soul. What is your soul? Well, your soul is made up of your mind, your will or your desire, your intent, and also your emotions. How many of you know that we, could, we need to get some emotions in check today, huh? And ultimately, it's your life. So if you watch your words, guess what? You keep a sound mind. And there are many who are struggling with the mind going nuts. Can't get it to calm down. It's constant. I can't help it. I can't help it. I'm just, my... yes, you can help it. You can. As a matter of fact, you must help it. You actually are in charge, but you have to take charge. Hey, listen, I'm talking to Eric Holler probably more than I'm talking to anybody in this room. You have to take charge. Huh? You do this. You watch your words. Guess what? You get, your, you get right thoughts. Watch your words. You'll keep your will Right. You'll never, your ill will will not be a part of your life. The wrong desire will not be a part of your life. You watch your words, guess what? It sh- keeps your will going in the right direction. Another thing, if you watch your words, you keep your emotions in check. Because our emotions are following us. And if you get the emotions out in the lead, <laughs> you're headed for trouble. Watch your words. Keep your emotions in check. Here's really what it's saying. Watch your words. Stay out of trouble. I mean, don't we have enough trouble in the world than to be people who are causing it? I'm tired of being a troublemaker. I don't want to be a troublemaker. I want to be one who brings peace. Come on, help me today. Amen. James, James, the apostle said it like this. If anyone does not stumble in words, they're a perfect man. Or complete, able also to lead, both lead and restrain the whole body. What he's saying is your tongue has power, gives you the ability, I should say, for total self-control. Everything about our lives are following our words. So watch your words. If you guard, put a guard on your mouth, a guard on your tongue, you keep yourself out of trouble. And all the married people said, hmm. <laughs> what about Jesus? What does he have to say for us for 21? Matthew 21, 22. I was so glad the scripture was in chapter 21. And whatever things you ask in prayer, believing, you will receive. There you go. There's your wide open invitation from Jesus. Whatever things you ask in prayer, believing. You'll receive it. What, what's, what's the requirement? You got to make sure you're asking for the right thing? No, he said whatever. We make it something that he didn't make it. I got to make sure I'm praying for the right. I don't know if it's my desire, if this is the Lord's. Shut up. Just say it. I don't mean that to, I don't mean to be mean. I mean, just uh, don't get caught up in that religious garbage. Amen. Uh, the, the, the requirement is to believe. It's not about what you're asking for. It's how you're asking. Amen. That is, you pray with an expectation. You're going to get exactly what you prayed for. What's the point of praying? If you can't have this assurance, what's the point of praying? If you can't expect anything from God, well, I'm going to throw up a wish and come on, Jesus, we're going to roll the dice with God. God, don't roll the dice. All right? He's the sure thing. And what he wants you to do is believe him. Amen. Amen. This year, pray. Jesus would say in 2021, pray in faith. And when you pray in faith, you're not going to pray small prayers. Because he didn't want you praying small prayers. He says, whatever things, what you ask, or actually really says, whatever things you desire. Praise the Lord. God is so good. But I had to get one more from Jesus. Is that okay if we get one more from him? I think he's worthy of at least two of them. Luke 21, verse three. So he said, truly I say to you that this poor widow has put in more than all. For all these, out of their abundance, have put in offerings for God. Y'all knew I would talk about money, didn't you? (laughs) But she, watch this, out of her poverty put in all the livelihood that she had. Now, Now, this is an interesting story because on this day, Jesus decides to sit right across from the treasure chest where people put money in at church. Can you imagine He's sitting there watching what people are putting in. No pressure. How many of you might be a little bit more generous that day in your giving if you've got Jesus' eyes on you? He might take out the bigger bill out of the wallet. Like, look at that, look at that, Lord. I mean, he's watching what they're putting in and these these rich people, praise God for the rich. I mean, they're they're giving, but it's not... It's not a giving that is dependent upon God. It's a, dependent, it's a giving that just comes out of what they already have. There's, it's, I mean, it's, it's a nice gift, but it doesn't really cost them anything. But he said this lady gave everything that she had, her whole livelihood. She had two pennies to her name, and she put it in the offering plate. This is incredible. And Jesus lets her do it, and then he just lets her walk out. Completely broke. That seems pretty insensitive to me. If I, I mean, if we're looking at this on the surface. Come on, Jesus. I mean, do, we really need, do you really need that woman's two cents, Jesus? Just like, I mean, come on. All of us would try to be a little bit more charitable than Jesus was here. We, have, we would have a higher standard. And we would say... Granny, come, here. come Come, back here, sweetheart. Come here. Here, you just grab two handfuls, as much money as you can. You stuff them in your pockets. Thank you so much for your gift today. But here, let us help you and send her on her way. But Jesus let her leave completely broke. Why? Because whatever you sow, you will reap. He knows the law. If she gave everything that she's got now, God's responsible for her. And he just lets her go, knowing that she's about to step into a harvest, an unbelievable harvest. I want to encourage you this year. I think what we can learn from Jesus here is that give like you depend on God. I'm going to say that again. Give like you depend on God. Amen. And then we come to our apostle. Well, this one was tough. Now, he doesn't have any 21 chapters, but there are a lot of 21 verses, verse verse number 21s. And so I've got to first give a couple of honorable mentions before I focus on the one I felt like the Lord highlighted from, from the Apostle Paul. Some of these you know. Romans chapter 12, verse 21. It says, do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. That's a good thing to do this year, right? Another one is 2 Corinthians 5, 21. You've heard this scripture here many times. For he made him who knew no sin to be sin for us, that we might become the righteousness of God in him. And then there's also Ephesians chapter three, verse 21. To him be glory in the church by Christ Jesus to all generations forever and ever, amen. I mean, I could have picked any of those, but one of them really stood out to me and that's 1 Corinthians chapter one, verse 21. 1 Corinthians 1, 21, for since... In the wisdom of God, the world through wisdom did not know God. It pleased God through the foolishness of the message preached to save those who believe. It pleased God through the foolishness, and what is the reason it says it's foolishness is because it's foolishness to the world, right? Goodness. It's foolishness to the world. The message of the cross is foolishness to those who are in darkness. The message of grace doesn't make any sense. Because world's wisdom teaches us something else, all right? The wisdom of the world, in order for us to somehow have it all work out for us in the afterlife, is stuff like this. If you believe it, then it's right for you. That's the wisdom of the world. If you believe it, if you sincerely believe it, then it's right for you. That's what makes it right? Or it's true for you? Is that what makes truth just because somebody believes it? That's what makes it true? Or is truth standalone, whether we believe it or not? The Bible teaches us, we shall know the truth. And Jesus said, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. Right? There ain't no truth outside of him. Or if you try your best, that's what really matters. Here's one that we hear all the time. Follow your conscience. God, please don't follow your conscience. You need something greater than your conscience. You need the word of God. You need his counsel, his wisdom. Or if you're a good person, in the end, everything will work out. This is what the wisdom of the world arrives at. None of it has to do with the knowledge of God. It only has to do with us being God of our own lives. So we'll never arrive. This is what Paul's teaching us here. People will not arrive at salvation through worldly means, but through a message that's preached. What is that message, my family? Christ died for our sins. He was buried and he rose again the third day. And whoever believes on him will have everlasting life. This is the message you and I must carry. This is what Paul teaches all of us. It's even part of the vision of our church. Our commission to share his message. Don't be intimidated by this world and its educational system and its philosophies. Remember, the message is the power of God to salvation. The gospel. Nothing else can save us but that message. Amen. So believe that message. Be convinced of it and be willing to share it wherever you go. It's the only thing that can save us. And lastly, John the Beloved, as he wrote of himself, the disciple whom Jesus loved. No doubt I think that nobody understood the love of God more than John himself. He was so secure in it. And he wrote lots of wonderful scriptures on love. Love has been perfected among us in this, that we may have boldness in the day of judgment. Perfect love casts out all fear. But in 1 John chapter 4, verse 21, he says this, and this commandment we have from him, that he who loves God must love his brother also. The Apostle John would teach us in 2021 let this be a year where you love others. A matter of fact, he said it's impossible to love God and hate your brother. It don't work like that. Amen? Amen. So in 2021, we're looking forward. And number one, we're going to remember that God keeps his promises. Number two, God's word never fails so that you do not grow weary while you're doing good and while you're waiting. Keep that in, 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 the, in your heart. Keep it in your mouth. God's word never fails. Praise his power in every circumstance. Those moments when things get tight huh? and it gets hot and the pressure's on, that's the time to lift up our hands and praise his power. Lord, thank you that nothing is impossible for you in this situation. I don't know what to do. And Lord, I can't do this in my own strength, so I praise your power today. I think that my God is greater. Greater is he who is in me than he who is in the world. And then let's remember this. Huh? This, this is the daily thing. Every day in our homes, on our jobs, wherever we go, that we watch our words. You watch your words, you stay out of trouble. Amen? And to pray in faith. And to take Jesus at his word. And believe what he has said. Whatever things you desire. Believing you will have it. And to give like you depend on God. Let this be a year where you the blessings of God just flow to you and through you. That you're one of those prompt and ready to act givers. Generous at all times. Calculating generosity. Amen. So that, so that you continue Uh, to have abundant supply come to you so they continue to give give generously. But give like you depend on God. Do something where it it makes the flesh a little bit scared. Give in such a way that you get a little bit scared about it. That's that's just some simple advice for you. I've done that. Heather and I both have stepped out there a number of times and, and stepped out on those what seemed to be shaky ground, but it was actually more solid than we could have imagined. You can't outgive him. But you can sure have fun trying. Paul reminds us to share his message because it's that message. And that message alone that can save us. And then John leaves us with this for this year. To love others. If we love God, we must love others. Thank you, Father, for this time together. Thank you for this great year and the, the things that you have planned for us. The things... That we don't see, but yet, Lord, we know what we're coming into because you revealed them to us by your spirit. I want to remind you today that you're not walking in darkness as the children of light today. Jesus said, when I send the spirit here, he says, to your advantage that I go, because when I go, I'm sending him. And when the spirit of truth comes, he's going to guide you into all truth. And he's going to show you things to come. And I want to just encourage you to, this morning that there are going to be things that the Lord is going to speak to you specifically this year that are not going to make sense. Because he's giving you foreknowledge. And if you'll just accept that and say, Lord, I don't know what this means, but I, I, but I believe it's you and I, and I thank you, Lord for giving me the knowledge of what's ahead. So I just pray for that. And I thank you that you guide me and help me, Lord, in that situation. There, there's gonna, there are going to be business uh, deals this year. I'm telling you, the Lord's going to put you in an advantageous spot, advantageous uh, uh, connections and relationships that, that are not going to make it. You're, you're going to notice that it's God shifting you, putting you in a, a favorable, favorable position. All right? You just follow his voice because God doesn't do it by man's way. His ways are not, my, he said, my ways are not your ways. My ways are higher than your ways. My thoughts are higher than your thoughts. So, so just understand that the, he's guiding you in all, into all truth. He's showing you things to come. And Jesus said, or God said in Isaiah, I, behold, I do a new thing. And will you not know it? He's not hiding the new thing from you as child. He's revealing the new thing to you so that you can get that new thing, that knowledge in your mouth and declare it in the earth. I'm telling you, it's, it's, this is a good year. And I, I, I really sense that the Lord is doing exponential things this year. For what loss or whatever issues happened last year, this year is going to be double restoration. If you'll accept that right now, I'm, telling, I'm, I'm, I'm speaking right now as the Lord's telling me. I'm telling you, for, for whatever was lost last year, whatever time, uh, uh, issues in, in relationships and in, in money, uh, or wh- whatever it might be, the Lord says, it's go- I'm going to double this year so that you forget what happened last year. You're going to do like Sarah did. The Lord has made me laugh. All the travail, all the, all the troubles, the loss, the grief, those things, uh, they're swallowed up in joy this year. Double. Say it, double. Double. Amen. Thank you, Lord, for that. We receive that. We receive that this year. In the name of Jesus, let it be to us according to your word. In Jesus' mighty name. Thank you, Lord. And may the Lord bless you and may he keep you. And may he cause his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. And give you peace in Jesus' mighty name.